Hello, hello, my sweet, sweet friends, and welcome back to the Spiritual Hot Mom Shit Podcast, the podcast not just for moms, but about all things self-love, spirituality, wellness, finding the magic of motherhood, but also the radiant realness. This podcast is for the woman who is ready to create a life she loves, be someone she loves, and find the magic of the mundane. And my intention with this podcast is always to inspire you guys to love yourselves even more, to love your life even more, and to make small shifts every single day towards, again, creating a life you love. So happy Thursday when you guys are listening to this. I hope everyone is feeling so good today. (sighs) Just taking a deep breath in this moment. Filling the belly and really taking some deep breaths and grounding your energy into the body. We are now in February. By the time that you are listening to this, we are in Aquarius season. And I also want to remind you guys that today will be the last day to get into the Like Honey monthly collective at the sale price. So I want to remind you guys about that, the monthly collective where we have a full moon gathering. There's information on the new moon, the full moon. You have video trainings for the month, a new morning ritual, meditations, walking meditations and just so much goodness to have tools to again help you create a life you love and be someone you love um i am so excited about this monthly collective oh dottie's drinking water if you hear her hydrate queen vibe higher and hydrate love to hear it deborah um But I want to remind you guys of that. And in today's episode, I wanted to just do a little self-love quickie on romanticizing your life, especially in motherhood. I asked you guys on our spiritual hot mom shit Instagram if you guys wanted me to do a romanticize your life motherhood edition of like vlogs and I thought that that would be really fun so I thought we could almost kick it off with a little podcast and romanticizing your life is genuinely so fucking important it is so fucking important because I feel like almost the opposite of autopilot living is like a very romantic intentional way of being and I posted this graphic on our spiritual hot mom shit Instagram about you know more of this less of this and one of the biggest things that I always want to remind people is you get to live intentionally you get to live your life on purpose You get to show up every day and love your fucking life. I think it's really easy, especially in the newborn days or in early motherhood or fuck in pregnancy or in this hustle culture that we live. We're so focused on what's not working. We're so focused on how tired we are. We're so focused on the next thing, the next goal, or simply we're just used to complaining. Can we like own and honor that really quick? Sometimes we get addicted to like complaining. Um, It's so true. So I wanted to just take time this episode and I asked you guys on our spiritual hot mom shit Instagram. I asked you for like what's working, what's feeling good, what are you struggling with? And I thought we could talk about it a little bit because I want you guys to always know that you are seen, loved, and supported. And you are seen, loved, and supported not only by me, 
but by your motherfucking self, by you, queen, by you. And that should be the daily intention, the daily intention of showing up for you, the daily intention of loving yourself a little bit deeper, the daily intention of taking a deep breath and in the overwhelming moments, instead of reacting and feeling this rage or feeling overwhelmed, when those moments happen to take a breath and say, whew, like, where is that coming from? Where am I not taking care of myself? Where am I not showing up for me? Because all of our feelings are valid. All of our feelings are valid. You do not need anyone else to validate how you're feeling. And I feel so deeply that part of romanticizing your life is loving yourself in all of your moments. Even in the moments that you're feeling overwhelmed. Even in the moments that you feel like you haven't slept and you just want to shower. And it's kind of just looking at, oh my God, I am getting through it. Even in the moments that feel overwhelming, you're still getting through it. You are doing the damn thing. You are showing up. You are being beautiful and radiant and amazing. And not only for yourself, but for your baby and for your partner. Romanticizing your life gets to be the most profound and healing thing that you can do in these tough love moments really looking at the piece of us that feels overwhelmed by life and asking yourself where can I slow down more where can I be more present when I asked on Instagram about kind of what we're struggling with like where are we needing more support I saw a few answers that you know said things along the lines of like I'm not thriving at all I'm just surviving and going through the motions so let's talk about that really quick and that is like a perfect example of autopilot living and you know we go into this like survival mode right if we just want to do the thing we get up and then a lot of the time when we're in this survival mode that's when we find ourselves trying to numb out That's when we find ourselves trying to numb out. That's when we find ourselves mindlessly scrolling on the phone or we're trying to just turn the TV on or before we had kids, maybe we just go out and go shopping, spending money we don't have. We'd be, you know, eating fast food and junk food and binge eating, trying to ground our energy. We, you know, would be scrolling through the dating apps. Do you know how much time we spend on these dating apps? Like whether you're in partnership or you're single right now, the dating apps and alcohol and junk food and overspending are the quickest ways that a lot of us try and numb out right these like these more these ways of like getting the energy out or grounding our energy and So when we're in this survival mode, we almost will try and find ways to numb out and then we just are going through the motions instead of being really present in the moment. So, you know, something that I found was like at nighttime when baby Lace would wake up and, you know, right now she's having just like the past night or two, she's been waking up more at night and she's just simply hungry. She's growing through a growth spurt. So instead of, you know, automatically my first thought when I wake up is, oh, I'm so tired. Why is she crying again? I honestly try and love her more in that moment. I think about how she's tired also. I think about how she's probably hungry. I think about how, you know, her crying is the only way that she knows how to communicate right now. So I try and just love her more in that moment. And, you know, when we think about just surviving and going through the motions, it's like we're missing out on all the magic of the mundane, the magic of the mundane. And something that I really love to remind myself and remind my friends and remind you guys of is that the magic is created in the mundane moments. 
whether it's 3 a.m. and you're making a bottle or, you know, it's nighttime and you're cleaning up the kitchen and you're exhausted. It's kind of like remembering that all of these things get to feel good. And it's almost like we trap ourselves in this mindset of thinking that nothing is ever enough and we're never going to feel good again and all of this is just exhausting. But making these little pockets in our life for us really is the key. And choosing love in these moments is the key. And showing up for ourselves is the key. I always try and remind myself that it doesn't last forever. It doesn't last forever. And what I mean by that is like really enjoying these moments, even that they feel hard because it's the right type of hard. It is the right type of hard. Waking up in the middle of the night to feed my sweet baby or, you know, knowing that if she's having a harder day and she's trying to, you know, feel whatever it is that she's feeling or she's fighting her naps or whatever it may be, knowing that she is learning how to human, essentially. She's learning how to be a person. And so always checking in with myself of one of my biggest intentions of 2022 is simply to be more patient. And kind of be more calm and peaceful with my energy. Not just for my baby, not just for my partner, for myself. To really focus on just grounding in each moment. And being present and moving slower. And loving all of these moments that I know one day I'm going to fucking miss. I already miss the newborn days. And of course, you know, people are always like, the newborn days suck. Or, oh, just wait till they're a toddler. Yeah, shut the fuck up. The, the just wait moms are absolutely the bane of my existence. Absolutely the bane of my existence. Because, you know what, let's have some real talk real quick. I had this friend who, while I was pregnant, it was like, it was always something about, oh, just wait till this. Oh, are you feeling this yet? It was always some fucking thing. And then complaining about, like, her baby. And I'm like, listen listen, 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 Linda, listen. Her name's not not Linda, but um, I just, I really saw the energy that I could give into and I really saw this like fork in the road, right? And that's what got me to start my TikTok. I wanted to create this new narrative of like, I'm allowed to enjoy pregnancy and still have hard days. We are allowed to love our babies and love motherhood and still have days where you miss your life before. But it's important to know and honor this new life and this new awakening that you have. If you guys have not watched my birth story video, even if you're a mom, even if you're not pregnant or you are pregnant, no matter what, go watch that video because I talk about this really like spiritual transformation experience of like birth feeling like a portal. And I feel that that can be so many different situations in life where when we go through something that we thought we couldn't get through when we go through something that we thought was too hard or how can I do this I can't do this and you do it you are almost up leveled into this new way of being and that's what happens when we embrace the hard things and we know that they're the right type of hard 
they're the right type of hard. And I know that a lot of the romanticize your life TikToks and videos are about like, oh, drink a cup of coffee by yourself. Nah, girl, embrace all your fucking feelings. Romanticize your shadow self and your light self and know that this work in this life, you get to feel it all. Part of romanticizing your life is learning to love every inch of you. The light, the dark, the good, the bad, the moments that you feel rage in your body, the moments that, you know, you feel overwhelmed. It's learning to love yourself even in those moments and loving ourselves enough to take in the information of where did I let myself get to this point? Where could I have taken the load off a little bit? Where can I, you know, start doing little things here and there so I don't feel as overwhelmed? Where can I choose more love in this moment? And, you know, speaking of the romanticize your life topic, I saw a lot of uh, responses on our spiritual hot mom shit Instagram about like a lot of people were struggling with, we'll just call it getting ready in the morning. So a few of them that I see right in front of me right now, uh, being able to wear clothes I feel good in and have time to do makeup in my hair. Another one taking time to quote unquote, get ready. I'm always in PJs and never have my hair or makeup done. Um, Let's scroll down a tiny bit. Self-care and alone time. Um, so here is my tea on this. It is no one's responsibility except our own to make time for us in our life. So people think I'm batshit crazy, which are partially true. And I get up before everyone else. I get up before everyone else because that's, it's my job. My happiness is my job. My happiness is my job. And I know that if I want to get ready which makes me feel good I also hate when people are like you shouldn't have to get dressed and put makeup on to feel good yeah yeah, yeah for sure whatever I'm liberalizing fuck off so I love getting ready and feeling good whether I call it my future self 15 so I wake up in the morning before everyone else and not only do I do my you know like honey morning rituals but I take those 11 minutes I do my morning rituals then I do my future self 15 and I've started dedicating 15 minutes to just getting myself ready whether that be skincare whether that be makeup whether that be putting some curls in my hair whatever that looks like for you i want to remind you that a lot of the things that we think are hard in this life we have the choice to do we have the choice to change it's sometimes just the energy of doing it we're so used to not doing things for ourselves and not making the changes that it feels overwhelming so For all of my sweet spiritual hot moms and all of the women listening to this who you feel like you're struggling where you don't have enough time for yourself in your life, get the fuck up earlier. Get the fuck up earlier with so much love because girl, that changed my life. That changed my life. And I get so many messages from you guys every day um, being like, oh, you know, I decided to stay awake after baby's 5 a.m. feed. I decided to get up and have some me time. And you say like, you actually were much more energized than you thought. You literally, like just all these messages about how it's actually like changing your life and changing your mentality and your energy, it means so much to me. And also let me own an honor that the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning besides uh, make my bed is (laughs) I drop my happy butt upstairs and I make coffee. I used to be a lemon water first thing in the morning type of gal or a green juice first thing in the morning type of gal. I still have my lemon water. I still love my green juice, but coffee first, baby. Coffee first. We get that caffeine rolling through my veins. People are like, caffeine is addictive. Caffeine is this. Okay, well, out of all the vices that I could have in this life, I'm leaving myself that one. So, 
really looking at these things that we're quote unquote struggling with, do you actually have the choice to change them? Do you actually have the choice to change them? And that's something that I, you know, really had to grapple with in the newborn days of I didn't want to ask for help. I wanted to do everything by myself and I felt like I was almost like a bad mom if I was having help. And you know what? If having support and having a village and all of these things makes me a bad mom, then fine, I'm a bad mom. Then fine, I am a bad mom. Because really learning to accept help and learning to embrace the divine feminine of having the village creating support, creating a village, creating my own self-care and alone time. And, you know, really realizing that these days where I feel like I don't get enough done in work or I'm not doing enough outside the house or I'm not doing enough inside the house or I'm not doing enough with baby, I'm realizing that this quote-unquote idea of balance is almost this idea that we're always striving for instead of focusing on just in this day, in this moment, what do I need? In this moment, in this day, what am I needing? Because I can think about what I did the day before and, oh, I haven't had enough time here. Oh, I haven't spent enough time here. But what do I actually need right now? And with that being said, I saw a lot of messages too about trying to not quote unquote keep score with um, with your partner, with baby daddy, we could say. And my biggest thing with that is to romanticize your partnership. Remember that this is someone you love. Remember that this is the person who you are meant to be on the same team. And also with that being said, I want to remind you that this is the same person before you had a baby. I think a lot of the time we fall trapped to thinking that people are going to change, people are going to have this big transformation when the baby comes, and that's not always true. I welcome you to communicate more to your partner and your family or your friends or whoever your village is of what you are needing. And it's not from a state of you're not doing this, you're not doing that, I don't, I'm not getting this. It's, hey, I really am needing X, Y, and Z. I love you so much, but I'm feeling not seen and not supported. And I want to remind you that these people love you. They want to help you. You love yourself and you want to help you. So let me just say that romanticizing your life as a mom, gets to feel good. Romanticizing your life as a mom is being present in your own days. Romanticizing your life as a mom is really tapping into your heart and putting the phone down and stopping numbing out and doing small things every day to cultivate more love and more joy in your heart. And if you hear that and you say, I don't even know where to start with that. I don't even know what I like anymore. I don't even know who I am anymore because that happens, right? A lot of people lose themselves in motherhood. We get so stuck in survival mode and the autopilot way of living that we almost forget who we are. And I want to remind you that that's why I created Like Honey. I wanted to create the tools and support and community 
for women, mother or not, to feel seen and supported and have the tools in front of you, to have the quickie meditations to do with baby, to have the tools and just have so much support in front of you where you can so clearly see now it's this or I'm just self-sabotaging. It's this or I'm just self-sabotaging. And I want to remind you too that romanticizing your life as a mom gets to feel just as good and powerful before you were a mom. You are still the same beautiful, radiant, powerful woman. But if you also weren't tapping into that energy before, I want to remind you that nothing has changed except maybe still not seeing your own damn potential and power. Taking time in your life for you. And that doesn't mean that baby has to be sleeping. That doesn't mean that baby has to be, you know, off with at daycare or with a babysitter or with your husband. You can enjoy your life and still have baby on your hip. You can do a meditation and still have baby in your lap and be breastfeeding or be pumping. I think that as a mom, I've really learned the power of like habit stacking, I guess that book would say, Atomic Habits, of whenever I'm doing something, whether it's pumping or bottle feeding or doing dishes, I like to have an affirmation practice going. I like to have a guided meditation going. I like to listen to the spiritual hot mom shit playlist. When I'm pouring my coffee, I am really putting affirmations into my coffee. When I am up with Lila in the middle of the night and she's crying or she's cheerful, I just tell her how much I love her. I take my gratitude practice to our relationship, the relationship I have with my daughter of reminding her that she is safe and I'm grateful for her and that her feelings are valid. A lot of the time that is something that I do in those moments of feeling overwhelmed where if baby's having a fussier day or, you know, you could just tell that, you know, she's feeling a lot of things too. I remind her that she's safe and to take a deep breath and we'll check her diaper and we'll get her some milk and we'll have a little tummy time. And I remind myself also that my energy is what she's feeling so the most loving thing that I could do for her is check in with my energy and fill up my cup and love myself enough to own and honor where I'm not showing up for me because I've had so many vulnerable amazing women share that you know they do feel resentful not only against their partner but they have resentment for their baby they can have those moments of that feeling and I want to remind you that I feel that those feelings and that energy comes up when we're not taking care of us when we are not taking care of us Your baby, when they're crying, is doing nothing but communicating. Your baby is doing nothing but communicating. And in the overwhelming moments, in the hard moments, you know, I feel like our society is still not at a place where we're supporting mothers. Women are still not fully supported, especially mothers are still not fully supported. And I want to remind you that it gets to change with us. 
So being open to support, looking for the village, creating the village. And it all starts with our energy and our support and our version of this new mother, of loving ourselves, of loving our life and creating that energy for the women before us, the women that we are birthing now, the women that we are now, and the women after us. I think that there is so much work to do and it really does all start with us. So even in the hard moments, knowing that you still get to love yourself, you still get to love your life. And I promise you that none of this lasts forever. None of this lasts forever. None of it lasts forever. I hope that after this podcast you take a couple moments to just go journal about things that you know make you feel good that you know make you feel good whether it's lighting a rose incense whether it's playing affirmations whether it's churning fucking coco melon off and i feel like i had the realization that you know how we always say that certain things overstimulate the baby right well Do you ever ask yourself if they're also overstimulating you? No more overstimulation. Regulating our nervous system, checking in with our heart, checking in with our inner goddess, more guided meditations, more drinking water, more speaking about things we love, more walks outside with baby, more skin to skin with baby. Who else like fell off of that after the newborn days? I don't know about you guys, but just more love, creating more love pockets throughout your day, whether you're with your baby or just with yourself. If you are working, turning the spiritual hot mom shit podcast or playlist on when, you know, you're at home and you're with your baby, just taking a few moments to really be present. Creating a life we love has to start with being present in our own life that we have now. And through that presence, realizing what's working, what's not, and knowing that the changes are all up to us. The changes are all up to us. So I love you guys so deeply. I hope you loved this little quickie episode. And I will talk to you guys on Monday. I love you.